Hello, hello, and welcome to Wisdom's Echo, a daily podcast brought to you exclusively by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, or Elijah the Sun, whatever you prefer. I go by both. And it's my pleasure to bring you an insight of the day. So grace to you, peace, shalom from around the world, wherever you're at. I greet you from my father's face and from the womb of my mountain. I pray that you're well today. And I'm really excited to share uh, something that's been pretty heavy on my heart for a while as I meditate on the direction that Yahweh is kind of calling me um, in my engagement and in my study and in my writing um, and teaching. Um, you know, the biggest hindrance, I believe, to experiencing God and to encountering heaven and to functioning in our full capacity as sons is really the mental and the spiritual impairment of the programs of the religious system. We are taught, we are raised to believe that God is this and he is not that. That he might be this, but he's definitely not that. And we've got really centuries of decisions that were made about God by those who encountered a portion of him. And we've got a book full of statements of law that were built around human understanding of his infinite portion, that it really began to make the infinite wealth of his unendingness inaccessible for some. You know, the entirety of Yahweh is just too much for man to process in our mind or to process in a natural way, to bring down and to reduce into quantifiable terms. It really is simply too much for us to capture in one literary work or one chapter or or, or one album or, or whatever it may be. And really, because of that, humans began worshiping at this altar of intellectualism as we elevated our understanding of a portion of who he is for one moment to one person in one single circumstance or one story, we began elevating that over the ever-present and ever-available communion that we have with Him real-time, in each moment, in every circumstance, and in our real personal life. And you know, although we see a shadow of His character throughout the written Word, throughout these stories, throughout these this archive of holy Um, content that we can read at any point in time, no matter where we are in the earth. Um, We can always have this record. Really, the written word was intended to be a launching pad into our engagement of his living person. And it all points to him. So don't get me wrong here. I see him in everything. And it moves me to speak with him, not just about him. It moves you. The written word moves you to engage him person to person. But, you know, we've been trained... Uh, Religion has trained people to think according to a limited paradigm of human understanding. And in doing so, we undermine the jealousy of God to teach us who he is for himself. He's not just eternal judge. He is loving father. And he doesn't want to just slap us with a book so that we know how to not make him mad and avoid eternal damnation as his wrath is kindled against us. You know, Yeshua satisfied his wrath in our place. 
And so now his desire is to draw us deeper into himself, to reveal to us firsthand the beauty of his communion, wherein in a moment, a single moment, we receive transmissions of revelation about who he is and about how he is and what he is, really that could never fit within the confine of an early, um, uh, of an earthly um, record, like some of the early earthly records in, in, in scripture. There's it's a launching pad that is designed to lead us into so much more. And you know, I released a um, a book in the summer of t- 2019 called Zion Here and Now. And essentially, it's a comprehensive recollection of my spiritual engagement of the ascended dwelling place of God and the biblical unfolding of this ancient secret through the lens of significant people and significant stories that you can read in the Bible. Um, And when I began writing Zion here and now, I finished all six chapters about the mountain as it was revealed um, in scripture, uh, the mountain as it was revealed in my spirit and my spiritual engagement, the structure of Babylon and their mitigation of our engagement of Zion, the historic entrance of Zion, how it entered the picture, um, and the finishing image of Zion. I mean, there's so much packed into this book. Even even the last chapter is about what we're capable of as we sit fully inhabiting this reality. It's packed. But I felt like when I was done that it wasn't really done. And so the last thing that I wrote was actually the first thing that people would read. You know, I began to think, how can I introduce this treasure that Yahweh has given me, which is a revelation that I, I, I understand and I get that it's beyond the construct of modern Western churchianity that, and there's really no existing grid by which the average hearer can engage. I get that it's outside the scope of normal, that it's a different paradigm. It's, I mean, it's some of it's a literally a separate plane of reality, but I knew that I knew that I just knew that it was right and it was good. And so I began the whole book with this first sentence, three words, God is alive. And I just wept as I poured from my heart the posture that has obsessed me and really become a gateway to deepening encounter. And it's that God is just so alive. There really is more to him than we could ever imagine. And the truth is that he's not done revealing himself. As much as we've already captured, as much as we've already written, as much as we've already told, be encouraged because he's even bigger than all of this. And I felt that this was necessary because I knew the biggest limitation for those who would pick up that book. We've got to get past this obstacle and this limitation of religious influence that has just created this chasm of doubt for true inheritance and moved us to settle in mediocrity, believing that death is our point of passage into presence. Yeshua is our only point of passage, the only one that has ever been, the only one that will ever be. He is the exclusive door. So I'm, let's just nail that into the ground now. And But this mindset that death is our entryway and that we're just waiting here to die and try and be as good as we can, my mindset has infected so many people. In fact, I really don't believe anybody anymore has not been affected by it. Not everybody's stuck in it, but everyone has at least experienced it. You know, thank God for this remnant um, that's in the earth rising up today of powerful, faith-filled sons that have come beyond that. But what we have to be willing to engage um, with, the heart that we've got to be willing to take with us is that we will engage the Word of God without being limited by it. We will, 
We will stand with the chronicled revelation of, of ancient believers and without the stubbornness to only accept what has scriptural precedence, um, um, precedence. We really have to engage what no eye has seen, nor ear heard. And honestly, that is a challenge to our maturity level and our faith as we endeavor to really say from a pure heart, from an honest desire, with, you know, with, with all honesty that Yahweh, I want all of you, no matter what it looks like, no matter how it makes me feel, no matter how people look at me. And this has been hard for me in the past, if I'm being honest, because we tend to worry about what other people think. It's natural as a human to worry about what other people are thinking about you and really what they're determining about the legitimacy of our Christ um, centric pursuit of, you know, looking at us and, and, and deeming in their heart whether or not that what we're seeking and the God we're pursuing really is it, we're doing it the right way. But, you know, our focus has to be singular. We must see him alone. We must seek him alone and allow the reward of his affirmation to always be more than enough to sustain us in times when we're just misunderstood by other people. Um, and that's always going to happen. Uh, but, you know, within God, like Yahweh, the eternal one, the, the, the king above all kings, uh, within him and all of the surrounding realms inside which he has just enfolded his saturating presence, there is life, there is peace, there is inheritance, there's treasure beyond our wildest dreams. And there is no program. There's no human control. There's no mechanism of slavery. There's no mental apex by which you can understand your way into glory, by which you can reason your way into encounter or or process your path uh, into the dreams and the visions and the experiences that Yahweh has prepared for you as you surrender to believing. We must recognize you know, it's just, I, I'm seeing this more and more that, that we have to recognize and remember that although historically spiritual freedom has always been viewed as heresy, and, and you know, there's so many stories we could go into, and really historically free thinkers and free engagers of Yahweh's presence who venture into the great unknown beyond even what's written in scripture, they've been viewed as heretics. I know this, but we must trust God enough to believe that he can reveal to us who he truly is individually, personally, in a personal way, face to face, heart to heart. As we call, as we engage Christ Yeshua to carry us into deepening encounter, to pull us through his piercings into the ecstasy of the eternal dance of Father, Son, and Ghost. This is where we belong. We must remember that the really the only true heresy is religion itself that God is calling us into relationship with his person. And as we stand on the foundation of his word and reach into the heavens to access all of the, all of what is yet to even be discovered, that we can do it in the confidence that he is good and he's faithful and he is a loving father who will not let us f try and eat a stone when we asked him for bread. So I just pray that this word provokes you, not to anger, not to offense, but really provokes you to hunger so deeply for the reality of 
union with Christ, that it would provoke you to seek Him more and more with clean hands and with a pure heart, that it would provoke you to abandon human effort to try and do things and engage your spiritual ability to just be in Him, with Him, of Him, for Him and through Him, just always full of that full measure of, of, of who he is within you as you carry out his word in the earth. So I just declare grace to you, peace from my father, from the womb of my mountain, from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Yeshua the Christ, our faithful witness, the firstborn from among the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth. Again, this is Elijah the Son. Um, if you'd like to pick up a copy of my book, Zion Here and Now, you can do so at Elijah the Son. It's been a pleasure to share this insight with you all today. Blessings to you from around the world. And I will follow up with you soon in the next podcast. Shalom.